All right, what's going on, everyone? Uh, this is episode eight of Off the Leash. Uh, today, I have someone that um, inspired me to create this podcast and, and, and honestly, just create in general. Um, really sparks that um, the creativity and the, the artist side of, of a lot of things, the small projects and, and other work that I've, that I've worked on and stuff like that. Um, uh, he's a man of, of many talents and a leader on many different levels as well. Uh, my uncle, uh, T.O.P., uh, Demetrius. Um, yeah, can you can you segue in and kind of introduce yourself to the people? Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that, nephew. Um, yeah, my name is Demetrius. Um, I just, I guess I will label myself as a creator, a student of life. Um, and as an artist, they do know me by top, by T.O.P. The acronym stands for Triumph Over Poverty. And yeah, I think that's a good uh, segue. You said so much. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I prepared a, a couple questions and, and everything like that. But um, uh, yeah, so my first question, right, was um, in in reference to a little bit of a memory lane kind of thing, right? Um, right. From from when you started, um, you've accomplished so much in in your uh, influence and, and things like that. Um, looking back what what uh, accolade or, or accomplishment would you be most proud to tell yourself that you would one day accomplish? Um, see, like looking back. Um, Which would you be most say, proud to say, yeah? Okay, most proud. See, the first thing, the first thing that comes to my mind um, is probably assisting as much as I can with the freedom of, you know, my brother, your uncle, mm -hmm. um, Marcus Proffitt. And in addition to that, bring, you know, just awareness as far as, you know, the slips and falls, if you come up in those same environments. Yeah, for and sure. people and very early to, like, what they want to do and what they love to do. And uh, I, I would say that would be the biggest accomplishment that I'm looking forward to looking back on. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Like like yeah, like I touched in the the intro, like just the influence that I've seen on on uh in the entry level of it, like when you first started doing it. And then just like and, and see how it progressed in, into a community and, and beyond that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's exciting and, and it's rare. You know what I mean? Not not everyone can do that. <laughs> Sure, I appreciate it. But uh, I, um, so my ne my next thing, right? I recently, I don't know if you heard, but like, I recently bombed at a a comedy improv. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, because uh, it was well. Let me explain myself first. All right, naturally, I wouldn't have like bombed, but uh, they call this they called it a riff mic or something like that, and it's like improv. So you go up mm -hmm. there and you get topics. And you get all these topics and stuff. And um, I, before I went, I think I was like, I think I was like seven out of like 12, right? When I went, before I went, they were giving out great topics like you know, Kanye West, um, running into an ex, um, you know what I'm saying? Grocery store with your wife or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then I go up there and the first topic I get is vinyl records. And I was like, what the hell am I supposed to joke about vinyl records for? <laughs> so, so uh, 
I'm bombing, and I'm just like, yo, like, this is not going well. Then I, I got a new topic. My other topic was Chinese food. So I did a little bit of that. I was like, all right, cool. But then I noticed that I noticed that that was getting dry. And then I asked yeah. for a new topic. And they were like, yeah, jack-o'-lanterns. And I was like, I can't do nothing with jack-o'-lanterns either. Like, yeah, I mean, so it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, the best intro to it. But I mean, I, I'm glad I, I'm still glad I did. It was a learning experience. Have the you, uh, like go ahead. <laughs> the host didn't like you, but go ahead. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> No, um, have you had a gig like that, or like, have you ever experienced anything like that, where like the people just were not vibing with what you was going? I was like pleading for people to like do like courtesy laughs, and and I was like, hey, like come on, y'all, I, mm-hmm. I courtesy laughing some of y'all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I've had that. Um, when I performed with a few people, like it was a a group of us. I had it. Um, you know, as a solo performer, when the crowd isn't like really into it sometimes they're looking at others too to see if they're vibing yeah or that's true or you win like the, at you. the popular ones yeah yeah and they're staring at you like entertain us mm-hmm, but my mm-hmm. thing is when i get on stage i try to not have that be the norm of like i'm entertainment y'all are the crowd yeah. you know we're big on energy so y'all give me some energy i'm gonna bounce it back and it's gonna boomerang and you know we'll have a great night so i try to get people loose you know, straight off the bat and meet, like, just on a human level, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ask a few questions, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, let them know who I am. You okay. might just see something, and you might improv, like, oh, man, we got the same sneaks on, we got the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. And rock like that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but it happens, though. It definitely yeah. happens. <laughs> I'm going to go back. You'll get, yeah, and, and final records a little bit before your time, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back, yeah. Um yeah. Nah, because I'm going to go back to the night where it's just open mic and, like, you can talk about whatever. And then Is it the same spot? It's the same spot, yep. Yep. <laughs> same spot. I'm going to go back. Yep. Because I even, at, even when they brought up jack-o'-lanterns, that was my last topic, I started moving mm-hmm. on to my set. Like, I just started doing my own stuff. I was like, nah, that's not going. I was like, I started just doing yeah. what I prepared to do. And they were like, nah, you can't do that. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. no man but it's a learning experience but yeah double back double back and go the night where you can do your own creative thing they can't want to bother you know for sure i don't want to go there and be like guys i promise i'm funny because nobody's funny right but you know i'm funny guys for real you know sure Um, sure yeah so uh what we touched on a little bit earlier um you've been writing for a grip like you've been writing for a while um what what um inspires you What's like, what's a new type of inspiration that you have to, to kind of tap into your creative side and be like, oh, cool. Well, let me do this and stuff like that. Like, cause I'm sure it was different for when you first originally started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what like, keeps what you I... uh, writing today? Um, I would say life, just life, you know, Okay. it could be, you know, the highs, it could be the, the lows. It can be a simple conversation too. And mm-hmm. then I take that into to music. I feel like there's inspiration um, all around us. Um, earlier, I know I would work out and have like my headphones in and instrumentals. And I don't know if something with the adrenaline and stuff like yeah. that would create so many different ideas. You know, they say the dopamine and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I'm not saying that works just as potent as it did, you know, years ago. Yeah. But inspiration is all around. So it can be a simple conversation. 
It could be some food that I have. Um, okay. It could be a past memory. Yeah, you just kind of you know open yourself up for that inspiration, but it's there. Okay, and and uh, and that moves to my to my next questions and a bit more specific about writing. Um, in, in my opinion, I think because uh, I've I've been a, a student of your art for for uh, for a long time, basically uh, uh, for basically since the conception of it, I believe. Um, <laughs> The my my most I think my top three of of your your catalog or the, the things that I've listened to, mm-hmm. um, most specifically, my favorite projects top three uh, fly away. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was uh, volume two of fourteenth, if I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. uh, fifty three shots, and then mm-hmm. dope. So can you tell me what you think of those projects and? I do want to note though that all three of those projects have like released uh, all three of those uh, songs have released on, on several on all different projects. You know what I mean? So right. for you to consistently repeatedly go back and, and, and make notable iconic songs and from my point of view, and also 53 shots was like before it's time too. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I, I think like, like in 2020 with like the, the, the huge BLM thing, I was like, Damn, mm-hmm. I looked on YouTube and I was that's, that's, I think it said like eight years ago from from then. So I was like, this is like way right. before it's time. You know what I mean? So and that and that's court that's crazy though, like in a, in a good way of before it's mm-hmm. time because like you saw something, you said something, and then it took a minute for everybody to to catch on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So can you speak on those those three projects and just tell me about how you feel about tap like the the accomplishment that you you consistently tap into that type of top tier writing and, and things like that or what you think of the project yourself um definitely uh thank you and that's interesting you pointed out those um those tracks uh 53 shots i can touch on that first because i know when i dropped the video <clears throat> it was like 2011 that's when i dropped the video so ain't no telling when i actually like recorded it okay and things of that nature but it was just um, you know, you know, Simone, she says that true artists, they reflect the times on what's, you know, occurring. Mm-hmm. And at that time, um, my cousin Cordell Black, he, he was shot and killed by an officer in, uh, in Reading, Pennsylvania. And I remember I was waking up early that morning and I was going to my part-time job. It was uh, the Bear Building on Court Street and I happened to walk by the crime scene. So I actually seen like the dispensed shells, not knowing, you know, that oh, wow, my cousin yeah. was uh, shot and killed that morning but um yeah um and then a guy I went to school with by the name of uh tyron he was uh shot and killed by a police officer too um a few years uh, after that mm-hmm. but i guess it was just um the frustration and stuff like that when you see things of that nature and some someone who you know takes an oath to uphold the law and this and that you know and then that be the account and there'd be like no repercussion and you don't know what the outlet is and I guess my outlet was was music, you know. Okay. And at the time, like you said, it was before my time because the guy who even shot the video wouldn't put his name on it. You see the <laughs> yeah. credits. And everybody, like, it was going crazy on Facebook then. And everybody was like, oh, my goodness, you're crazy. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Now, now it's up in our face. It's more of a popular topic for people to talk about. For but, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely something that had to be spoken about. Did you want me to uh, keep it moving to the the next song? Oh yeah, please do, please do. Okay, for sure. <laughs> 
um and dope that was i think i dropped that project let's give him an album and for free I think, right? um is that the name of the project or oh, i know it was like a, no, a single of it uh, uh let's give him let's give him an album with let's the give, okay project. gotcha gotcha yeah what's that no i i, I got confused because for free was on let's I, give him an I album catch you. Uh, uh for free was on let's give him an album hold on oh sorry But yeah, uh, uh, to touch on to, uh, for free was on. Let's give him an album. But then so was dope, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's correct. But yeah, uh, can you elaborate on the the two others, please? Oh yeah, the song the song dope, like you said, um, was on the project. Let's give him an album. That was. A time, you know, a time in my life where it was more coming up and looking up, I guess, to like older, you know, cousins yeah. and uncles. Sure. And we was doing we was doing our thing, but my cousin Chinaman, um, he had just came home at the time. And damn, this is this is years ago. I must have been like twenty. Uh, 20 years old but uh -huh. even that you asked about it is still sensitive to talk about but uh oh, China yeah. man had just came China man had just came home and uh he was you know getting his life back in order um applied for jobs and, and things of this nature but he had an addiction to to heroin um and which they call dope so I titled mm -hmm. it dope and I spoke of that week we spent with each other, we hung out, we were out to eat, all of that stuff. Um, I just had my son, he was re reunited with his son, so we met each other's sons. But um, that one night we were riding, he was like, wow, a lot, lots on my brain, I wanna go out and have a drink. And I'm like, you know, I can't get in, you know, I'm not even 21. So I ended up dropping him off, long story short, he's like, come back, um, come back tonight, I'll come pick you up. I'm like, all right, cool. Long story short, I didn't come back that night. and. Um, Uncle Snipper, his father was looking for China Man. He hadn't seen him in like two days, and um, it was Christmas Day. I got a call, and they said they found China Man on uh, the third floor, and he uh, actually overdosed. Um, and we were there together, like you know, that yeah. night and stuff. So, um, I wanted to go up with my cousin Rumble because I didn't want to believe it neither. He walked upstairs, and we actually witnessed him seeing, you know, his body that was there. And so. Um, yeah, that stayed in my mind, and I made a song about it. Um, yeah, dope. Yeah, that's, um, and that that's mm -hmm. probably why the 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 delivery and and everything uh, is is so genuine. You know what I mean? Just like uh, life, uh, like what you said, what inspires you to write today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very it was very vivid, but it was something like I contemplated on writing about, but mm -hmm. I'm glad I did and got it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because uh it, it gives like it's it's a great storytelling song. Um just just the the writing process of it, I, I imagine was was complex because because um just the content of it too, like you can feel it just from from listening to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it, and the people who actually like listen to that song and it resonates with them, I'm like, wow, they really you know, are into music and like, 
you know, it's like you said, storytelling exactly. and deep into the craft too. So yeah, I appreciate that. And and uh, that that's and, a that's a powerful uh, thing you can do. Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of people use music as therapy, um, mm -hmm. any form of creative. So that's definitely something I use it as, as therapy and making peace with it. Because um, at the end, I would like people just to tune into that song. But at the end, I go into explaining. Um, yeah. What happened? Week and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Can you uh, touch on uh, Fly Away? Fly Away. Um, yeah, Fly Away is dope. I was on, I think, volume two of mm -hmm. the 14th. It's just about... Um, whether you physically or like mentally, you know, taking a break and like uh, just going somewhere where where there's peace, you know what I mean? Where you're uh, meeting new people, where you're learning new things. And I touched base on um, a friend of mine um, named Joseph. He He's from Reading, PA too. And I think he'd been there all his life. And then one day he just um, was fed up and he went out to Minnesota and uh, just saying like, we haven't seen him since, but he like- oh, wow. Yeah, his trajectory in life just just shot up, you know, yeah. and he's doing good. And I, I thought that was super, super bold. And um, I love to travel and, you know, meet new people, do do new things. And um, sometimes you sit back and you're physically, say, back home or in your job, but you still got those memories. So sometimes you might take a, like a mental trip, you know what I mean? But just yeah. find a way from the, yeah, breaking up the monotony. Yeah. Oh, so you fly away if you can. Yeah. No, I think uh the, the connectivity or something like that. But no, um, and then I can edit all that too, no worries. But um oh yeah. Uh but yeah, so my next my next question. Um I noticed a, a change in, in the in the sound a little bit from uh your earlier projects and stuff like that. Do you have you noticed a change at all? I noticed that um there's more of a more of an upbeat on your later projects. And I think that's interesting, uh, a shift that you can make to where you can get your message across to the same to the same degree, if not more so. And uh, as, have you consciously made that change or is that something that you didn't even notice or maybe you didn't make a change at all? Maybe it just could be my perspective. But uh, yeah. you, you, uh, does that resonate at all? Um, as far as production, you, you, you feel like yes. there's more of a, a beat. Um, no, I, I'm not conscious of that. Um, I think maybe from the earlier versions to now, I probably was touching more like on a time of my life when I was younger, okay. um, you know, coming up in the streets and stuff like that and telling those those stories, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, being early, like in a what was it fourth and fifth grade starting out with trumpet you know you know pop pop you know step pop eric was a yeah. jazz musician so um you know i remember trying to sneak out and still having to practice going to his gigs and stuff like that so then sometimes i see some of my music being based upon that like the production you hear some jazz you hear some blues um so i probably jumped to you know that era of my memory and, okay um, yeah i just do it feels good yeah it feels good what, with me. what is your um one of one of your favorite projects that you've worked on or or do you kind of have a every time you create something new it's your new favorite or or how's that work? I never really um like 
chose a favorite or even thought about it too much. Um, I know the 14th, I do that pretty much every every year. Yeah, annually. Um, on my, yeah, on my birthday. Um, I, I probably want to switch that up too, but uh, I don't know. I, I do the project when when I feel it. You know, I don't want to force anything. Then I move to the to the next one and obviously there's some gems on each one that i might tap and go back into yeah, yeah sure. i just want to build like a strong catalog and it's pretty much like a time stamp on how you feel in or just mm-hmm. even the way of the world or just where your creativity was imagination yeah i just keep it pushing how do you feel when um you know that or when when you learn that someone new has has uh either became like a big fan or like they know your song or they you see them singing, like they memorize the words to it. How does that uh, mm-hmm. make you feel at the, at the time? How does it make me feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's super dope. Uh, it's major gratitude because, you know, a lot of the times my style of recording, nine times out of ten, I'm by myself um, okay. while I record. It's not like a group of people in the studio. And that's the way I, you know, I like it, but I remember during the pandemic, I recorded a sweet thing and it got the hook on there with the Lauren Hill, the ooh la la la. Yeah. And everything was shut down. Everything was shut down, but I re- I was envisioning how the crowd would participate with that hook. And the first time I performed it live, like it really came oh, it did. came to life. And I was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I envisioned this, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, two years. To fruition. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole crowd is just singing it you know and it was it was dope it was a great feeling so anytime somebody resonates they send a message they whether it's in person or anything like that i don't take that like it's just like wow you know energy is real like your thoughts it resonates with with people help them get through life help them you know for sure like a, a memory something like that yeah so dope i think being a creator is a, is a yeah. blessing in itself yeah for sure that's what i was trying to i i think we were having connectivity issues when uh I was trying to say about like the the three songs we talked about specifically earlier um, about how you can, it's a powerful thing that you can do to um, have someone identify with something that you came up with and they're like, it's like they took the words right out of my mouth kind of thing. You know what I mean? To the the point where they can relate to it and and stuff like that. that's that's what those like those three songs to get stood out the most and uh um and I'm sure like f- even future projects because uh well I I think that's I think that's dope that you have future projects that you haven't even thought of yet that are, are going to be equally if not more so uh relatable and stuff like that too so that's always an inspiring uh it inspires me to keep creating too um on right. any scale. Mm-hmm. Cause we all go through the same things, you know, we're from different walks and different backgrounds, but there's similar emotions we all go through, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. Especially during these times, um, creators are needed. So even if you have, you know, five fans or 5,000, 5 million people who, who are free thinkers and go to that stage of vulnerability, because it takes yourself to be vulnerable. Like even when you went on stage and was sharing, you know, uh, your comedy. Yeah, for sure. You have to be <laughs> expose yourself, but like you said, it's a lesson, and then it makes you powerful too. The vulnerability at times, I didn't believe that, but it definitely does. 
Oh yeah, certainly. I, I think I, I recently started this thing where I uh I write my first like as soon as I wake up, I'll just write a whole page. Just Mm -hmm. just because like deferred like whatever my thoughts are, whatever, I'll write it. And then um and it's dope. Like I, I think uh it's interesting stuff that I come up with when I first wake up. And I'm like, hey, I might come back to that or I might not. You know what I mean? Just just to get the ideas out there as soon as you wake up, you know. Yeah, that's dope. I remember, I think that's how Let's Give Him an Album was created because I had hurt myself at, at work and I was off of work. But mm -hmm. when the fan wake up, I would wake up first thing in the morning too and I would record. Okay. I wouldn't, you know, no texting, no phone calls. And I felt like your your energy and your vibe is just yours. It's at its most purest. Yeah. And that's what I would do. That's dope. That's dope to do that. Sure. Do you have any um any upcoming projects that you're uh, looking forward to or anything like that, or are you keeping everything pretty keeping your cards close to your chest, or, or what was going on? Nah, it's uh I'm just not forcing anything. Um, I I was writing in my phone phone I fell in the toilet like two weeks ago. Got oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I actually wanted to. I forced myself. I did things. Did something backwards, right? I bought. An outfit i was like yeah i, I want to give him a visual so i bought an outfit um didn't wear it yet uh -huh. the song was not written or recorded well now it's written i found to be wrote wrote to it but at the time nothing was um <clears throat> i didn't pick out production didn't write or anything like that so now i'm gonna force myself to record it and shoot the visual um yeah i was just focusing more on like a single bass and then uh, february is right around the corner so we'll oh, see that's true that's true Yeah, let's see what's up. But yeah, I was just trying to uh, find some inspiration as far as like singles go, and I, okay. I think I found it. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm pretty excited to, to to hear it, give it a listen and stuff. Um, sure. Yeah, I I um, yeah, you, you got any um, any any closing statements or anything like that before we all wrap it all up or any what? Say that again. Any, any closing any closing statements or anything like that? any closing statements oh yeah that's how you worded it i heard you worded it different before but, uh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i might have i don't know <laughs> no not really but i definitely want to give you your flowers it's super dope that you got yours started because you spoke about it you asked uh you know a few questions and you pulled the trigger on it so that's super dope because sometimes we wait until everything's perfect but uh you know the lesson is in the journey so oh yeah that's it's funny you said because i literally I literally prepared something like for as a closing statements and I, I literally have flowers uh, in there too. And that's funny. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I really do. No, um, for sure. <laughs> but no, I was, I was going to say um, that uh, I wanted to, I wanted to thank you for, for coming on the show. Um, and, and I literally have uh, flowers on here. I said, I wanted to ensure that you got your flowers as well uh, because you, you deserve them 1000%. Uh, you've been a, a huge positive influence on the community and I've been a student of yours for a very long time um and we me and I, I speak for the rest of the family when I say we are very proud of you um uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of content creators in our family too and uh I think that's one thing I, I wear as like a badge of honor to to be uh sharing some of the experiences that you guys have shared as well and and stuff like that so I appreciate it 
For sure. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. And uh, if I did have to, like, um, any closing, like, thoughts or anything like that, I haven't written it, but people who who are out there and want to do something and get started, if you don't know how, you know, find someone. You, know, you, you got social media. You can hit, you know, people up in the DM. It's just, like, you really got to get it started. Because I know, you know, the world can be judgmental, mm-hmm. but you'll regret yeah. not taking the risk. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, try to find people and uh, pull the trigger and learn as you go that's true that's like my first couple like my first couple of episodes kind of rough probably like uh edit wise and all sorts of stuff i was like but i'm not gonna get any better right. if i don't put it out there so oh well, yeah. sure and there ain't no there's no rules to this shit it's the wild wild west that's true people <laughs> And then you make mistakes and you do things differently. And then it's actually the next big thing. You see people following it. So yeah, ain't no rules to this. Man. That's true. Well, uh, thank you guys for reaching the the end of the episode. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, again, uh, I appreciate you coming, coming on the show. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me.